Hello, hello. My name is Yuri Hanley, aka Steph Yuri. The date is Wednesday, March 29th. The time is 6.13 p.m. And I'm here to talk about the current State of the Union of the 2020-2023 Golden State Warriors. I got my mug ready. I got my new mic. I got my new setup. See there, I got my jerseys in the back. Picks up a new one. Moses Moody, I went to the game, the Sixers game, where they beat MVP candidate Joel Embiid. I don't know how you can be the MVP when you lose to the Warriors, but I digress. Um, I'm going to talk about the Warriors, how they've been doing, what's been up since the last time I've talked to you guys, which has honestly been a little too long. So I'd like to apologize for that, but I've just been busy with work and everything. I got a new job promoted, so I've just been having to do a lot of work. I haven't been time to do a pod, but I have been watching the games, and oh boy, have they been up and down, up and down like a sine wave. I swear to God, it's just going crazy. We win it's a couple of great games, and then we lose games we should have won, a.k.a. Timberwolves, Naz Reed. I'll get talking to that in a little bit. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But there are some bright spots in the in the Warriors. First things first, GP2 just came back yesterday. Amazing. It's, not yesterday. What am I saying? He came back on Sunday against the Timberwolves. But I need to go back up a little bit more because it's been a long time since we talked. Last time we talked was the trade deadline, I think. I'm pretty sure Steph got hurt in that time between. Um, yeah, a lot to talk about. February 9th was the trade deadline. No, it wasn't. Never mind. I'm just going to talk about since March the last month, honestly. We beat the Pelicans, lost the Lakers, lost the Thunder, lost Memphis, beat Milwaukee, beat the Suns without Kevin Durant, lost the Clippers, lost to Atlanta, lost to Memphis, beat Houston, beat Dallas, beat Philly, lost. We're we cannot. We're look at this. Since March, it's three losses in a row. So we had a five-game win streak from February twenty-fourth to March third, and then we had three losses after that to get us to March 9th. Then we had two wins, March 11th, March 13th. And after those two wins, we bounced those two wins off with three losses, of course. In games we should have won, honestly. Curry had 50 against the Clippers, and we lost. He had Curry at 31. Looney had 16 boards. Looney has been cooking, ladies and gentlemen. Let me start by first raising my glass to my goat, Kevon Looney. He has been one of the most improved players in the NBA this year. Let's see his stats. 7, 2.2 points, 9.1 rebounds, 2.5 assists. But he's much more than the stats. He's just the heart, one of the heart and soul members of the Golden State Warriors. He's so fun to watch, getting so many offensive rebounds. He's a menace on the boards. He's equivalent to Steven Adams, I would say. And the fact that he just gets boards when you need him. And I love it. Like, let's see. His per 40, 
is 12 and 15. That's pretty good. So if you play 40 minutes a game, you average 12 points, 15 boards. And that's really good. He should be able to average double-double if he plays more. But honestly, he's part of the Louis management that the Warriors get. Looney is an iron, but Looney never doesn't play. Him and Jordan Poole are very consistent players. JP's been good. I really enjoy the way JP's been playing, but I'm on Looney right now. He's just been a beast for us in this last game. Uh, who did we play? New Orleans. In that big comeback in this New Orleans last night, where we were down by 20 points at halftime, and then by the end of the half, we were, and the end of the game, we won by 20. It was a big old turnaround. But come on, Looney had like, let's see, I can check actually. Probably nine or eight. I don't even know. I'm not going to look it up. Kevon Looney's been a workhorse. Hashtag KLFB. Hashtag my go. Kevon Looney's been crushing it all year long. And he's probably been one of the most, him and Jordan Poole have been the most consistent players from the Warriors in terms of playing time. But I really do think that this team is Stephen Clay still, like it always has been. It's always going to be Stephen Clay's team as long as they're on the team, and I don't I don't believe that they're going to get traded anytime soon. I think that this core is going to be locked in for a couple more years. I really think that Clay or that Curry is going to stay for the Warriors long term and age like a fine wine. Curry has been playing fantastic this year. He had thirty nine last night, thirty nine eight. And then eight three-pointers. I think he had a couple assists thrown into there, too. Curry's been MVP, playing at MVP level all year. Just the fact that he's been hurt twice at two different stints, that he's not going to be an MVP conversation, which sucks. But when he's out there, he's one of the best players in the league. He's one of the best players ever. And he's extending his ability to play like a beast all year round. This season is no exception. And it's going to be scary when he gets to the playoffs because Curry is just that dude, ladies and gentlemen. He's literally that dude. Enough about him. I'll talk enough about him. Jordan Poole. Now, Jordan Poole has been getting a lot of a lot of slack for, let's just say, turning the ball over a lot at the end of games and shooting a heat check after he shoots 1D3. And I'm not going to sit up here and bash the man simply because... He's BDIT. That's what I was my nickname for him. Bus driver in training, ladies and gentlemen. Jordan Poole is going to be the guy driving our team forward once Steph has moved on into the retirement Hall of Fame level of his career, part of his career when he's kind of in his mogul stage, as a, another commenter said one time for LeBron. But I think that Jordan Poole really is the future, and people complain about him. Get with it. Steph Curry turns the ball over all the time, too. Still does. Our biggest Achilles heel of the Warriors is turnovers. We're built to accept the to accept turnovers in our offense just because the way that we move the ball so well, it's moving and moving. We're going to get turnovers. That's just part of the game. So I'm not phased by it. And as long as he doesn't throw a behind-the-back pass in Game 7 of the NBA Finals, when we're leading and have the Clay Thompson wide open on the wing – and he throws it out of bounds, I'm not going to be that mad because it can get worse, ladies and gentlemen. So quit your Jordan Poole slander, all right?
Draymond Green. Draymond Green, I think, sparked the fire with the Warriors last night. If you guys remember that game against New Orleans, he was jabbering and jabbering. Got a flagrant fit. So technical foul, 17th of the year. So if he gets one more, he's going to get suspended another game, which is kind of unnerving because we need him. We only have five games left. We can't lose him for any of them. If he gets technical next game, he'll be out for Denver. Now he's huge. If he gets technical in Denver, he'll be out for Oklahoma City. That's huge. If he gets technical during Oklahoma City, he'll be out for Sacramento. That's huge. And if he gets out of a technical in Sacramento, he'll be out for the last game of the season. And that's huge too. So I'm not going to sit here and say that it's he's not it's we he's can't get it he can't get another technical like it's not going to be good for our team's best interests Draymond Green knows what's good for our team's best interests I feel most of the time he's got to be able to to channel his energy and his fire and not get a technical even though that they'll be trying the the, the refs are going to be trying to give it to him though that's just because the nature of the game ladies and gentlemen the refs want to get involved they want to be part of it they say that they don't they say, oh no, I'm just part of, I'm just refereeing the game. But no. The refs want to be as part of the as as a part of the action, as the players, as the fans, as the coaches. The refs are want to be part of that action boss. So that's just something to take keep in mind as you look watch these games going forward. Because Draymond Green's gonna need to keep the fire going because it's the only way to spark us, it seems at times. And it worked yesterday. It works a lot of the other times. So Draymond Green needs to keep it up. All right. Let me touch back on Clay Thompson again, because I don't think it's being said enough how legendary a season he's having right now. He's leading the NBA's in three-pointers, folks. He has the most threes right now in the season. I think it was at like 278 last night. Let me look it up. But Clay Thompson is a flamethrower ever since 2023 uh, took off. So I've been loving to see it. Yeah, Clay Thompson has 268 threes this year. That's the most. That's really good, actually. That might even be out of date because of yesterday's game, but he hit a very clutch one against the Pelicans last night. And it was probably one of the threes that saved our season. No, that was after. I think our season was saved by the run in the fourth quarter. And that was Steph Curry. But Because if we didn't win yesterday's game, we wouldn't have the tiebreaker against the Timberwolves, the Clippers, nor the Pelicans, nor NOP, N-O-P. So I think that, that last night's win was very, very huge. And it I can say this every time. It's not going to turn our season around because – there's only five games left. There's no season around to turn around anymore. The only thing we can do now is try and go for the sixth seed and not make the play in because making the play in playing in the play in we have we haven't even made it out before. Like our only other time we didn't make it. And it's just a scary place to be. You way rather be in that sixth seed. Best of like the best case scenario right now, just because of how we've been blowing games like that Thunder game, not that Thunder game, like that Timberwolves game two nights ago on Sunday when Nas Reed lit us up, who I, I for the record, I would love Nas Reed to join the Warriors and he's going to be a free agent next year. So light years ahead. But I think the Warriors have just been a victim of their own 
not success because they've they're arrested their wars, but they're just a victim of themselves. They shoot themselves in the foot all the time. And that's but that's nothing new. Like like I said about the turnovers. But it just seems that the Warriors aren't they didn't have Steph for a little bit and Clay Clay's good, but we need a closer, and that's what Steph is. He's the guy who comes in at the end of the games and just hits the three or makes the play that wins it, wins it or loses it. Like and most of the time, I trust Steph to win it for us because he is that dude. All right, let me see, speak about, let's see, Anthony Lamb. Guys got signed. I'm I'm not sure about him, ladies and gentlemen, to be honest. Like, I still need to be sold on him. Yeah, I'll, that's all I'll say at the moment. Moses Moody, I love his minutes. I love Moses' minutes. It's great. One of my favorite times of the year is when Moses gets minutes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a star popping off. Oh, stars being born in front of your eyes. Hashtag a star is born. Hashtag that movie's awesome by Lady Gaga. Stars born, ladies and gentlemen. John Kaminga is rising. I think he took not making the all-star game, not the all-star game, the rising star challenge personally because he has been on a mission ever since 2020 something has been in the water in the new year for the warriors because ever since the new year happened the warriors jonathan kaminga has been cooking recently more more specifically power forward k jk he's been really good he's been so efficient making his free throws making three-pointers dunking the ball like a maniac it's been so fun to watch and I think that he's going to be very valuable for us in the playoffs. And we're still waiting on the return of Wiggins. No news on him there. Keeping it pretty close to the chest. So not really much any news there. But yeah, we need we need the next five games are the most important games of the current era of the Warriors because they're the most important games of this season. It's imperative that we make the playoffs. And if we just rely on Steph and Clay to guide us there, I think we're in a good spot. Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, GP2, JK. It's been a really fun season so far, and there's only five games left. And it's just, we're in the final stretch, ladies and gentlemen. It's either going to be the next podcast, either going to be a play-in special or a playoff preview. So you'll know how it goes when it goes, but it's just been a really, I'm really grateful for this season. It's been so fun to watch games. I went to so many games and see so many games to, to watch. And it's been so grateful just to have all these, there's so many memories from this season that we need it to keep going though. I've really wanted to keep going. I want to get nostalgic yet with the member berries, but I really do think that the Warriors have a good chance if, they believe in themselves. They trust the process. Steve Kerr doesn't do his blunt rotation lineups. And we got it. we're here, folks. This is it. Playoff or bust. So with that, I think I'm gonna end the podcast. Until next time, peace.